Hey everybody, welcome to What You Watch and the bonus content from Cult Classics Podcast. Cameron Jones here, along with my host, Jordan Jones. Uh, doing a little afternoon delight, aren't we? Yeah, we're doing this at a midday break, which is kind of different from us. We're more of a late night kind of situation, but you know, we're, we're playing it by the seat of our pants here. Um, what you been watching? <laughs> what you been watching? Anything good? Um, yeah, I saw two movies in the theater. Again, I'm trying to just see every movie I can before I have a kid. Sure. Because uh, I don't think I'll get to do that for a little bit. So I wanted to see Black Phone. But it had, because I moved back to Iowa, the only thing playing was at nine. And with a pregnant wife, we weren't going to be able to swing that. Sure. So I saw BJ Novak's directorial debut, Vengeance. I'm not sure if I've even seen a trailer for that. What's that? Yeah, that doesn't, uh, that makes sense. Um, Any brief so synopsis? It's a satire in American life, our need for celebrity and making meaning, but then it's also kind of a whodunit. Hmm. Um, read reviews. Some people liked it, some people didn't. I was in the mood to see a movie, so it hit for me. I mean, I do like a whodunit. Worth it? Worth theater movie, or is it worth waiting for streaming? <sighs> it's probably worth waiting for streaming. What was it called? Sorry. Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah, I haven't even heard it's of it. It's got Ashton Kutcher in it. Oh, I do like him, for what it's As worth. I'd say, more of a cameo. I mean, it's maybe some of an Iowa boy. I think I told you about this earlier in the week, but have you heard of the movie called Mary with um, Gary Oldman? It's a movie called Mary. So he's like a commercial fisherman that takes people out for this company and he ends up saving up for his own boat. And it's essentially a ghost story on a boat with Gary Oldman and his family. Uh, the lead from Newsroom, the British uh, lady from that is his wife in it. So it has like, I a, like her. Yeah, it has like a good cast. But it's not a great movie. I had I had I'd never heard of it. It's only from like two years ago. I mean, it's a nautical sea time ghost story with Gary Oldman. So I thought it'd be kind of. What fun do you mean to... by ghost story? They're being haunted. Yeah, they're or... on a haunted ghost ship that oh. that he's restoring a ship to make his own new business venture, and they find out it's haunted. You know what got me super excited before you said it was a scary haunted movie. Huh. You're just like a dramatic fisherman movie. I'm like, hmm, I kind of like that. I'd be into that. I'd like to watch Gary Oldman make a dramatic fisherman movie. You'd think that, but I still haven't seen Master Commander and whatever the Moby Dick one was with the Hemsworth from a few years back. Ooh, Master Commander may be the most realistic depiction of history, but does that make a great movie? No. It was, a not, it was up for Oscars. See, that's the thing. I've heard good things it. It was about. really, really good. Oh, you know what also seemed very realistic? Mm. I don't know what it was called, but it was essentially um, the John Smith movie slash spoke on us. I think it was called A New World with Colin Farrell. Maybe just too realistic. I don't remember that at all. Newer thing? No, like 2007. Or I meant older thing? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. 2007, I'd say. Yeah. It's like the John Smith movie if it was real. And, you know, check it out. Oh, you know who directed that? I think the New World movie. It's the guy that did uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's getting screwed by a bear movie get mauled by a bear i think it was oh, that director revenant yeah it was the same director of the revenant and maybe it's it's really well it looks beautiful you know for what it's worth but, i did really like the revenant and that is a slow boring movie but it was just beautiful and you, you can get um, me over that i do like tom hardy but i i thought he i thought he i thought he was distracted in it 
He's too gargly or something with his accent. I can get that. You know what? That actually takes me. Let me go back to Mary for a second with Gary Oldman. Okay, go ahead. There was the performance was off because you know he can do an American accent, but it was like he was kind of doing sometimes New York, sometimes Boston, and sometimes his accent was just faltering in and out. So I don't know. It was definitely the performances weren't great, but the writing wasn't good either. Uh, I just had I had high hopes for it. Well, if the directing was bad, you know, and the performances were bad and the right, you know, it just, it happens sometimes. There's misses. They tried, I'm sure. Pretty good looking trailer. Um, I'll check it out sometime. I, uh, what, what's our favorite boat movies? Titanic. Is it just, um, I was going to say like Fisherman-y. I mean, there's Manchester by the Sea, but that's all depressing. I mean, a very brief section of Forrest Gump when he gets into the shrimp boat section. Um, just Perfect Storm. Maybe yeah, there's perfect not enough Storm, boat That's kind of the only one I'm thinking. I'm going to throw out, I guess, Jaws. kind of ca- that, that feels like a boat movie. Uh, Chris, uh, no, shit, which one? The Star Trek one from a couple years oh, yeah, back. Yeah, he had that yeah, sea yeah. movie where he went and rescued people. Yeah. I forget what it was called. Finest right, well, Hour, maybe? Our, and that's yeah, boat that movies. Right. That's boat movies for you. Um, I am excited. The most thing I, I feel about boat movies is I'll, I, I want to be able to pull off a fisherman look, but, you know, in a good way. Yeah. Like it's the, like the Mrs. You... Peas or whatever that vegetable is with the, uh, the, the sea captain on him. Oh, I was talking the fish stick captain. Yeah, that's, where, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I want to I wanna look like that guy, except, you know, he's a silver fox. I was about to say, you have to wait for your beard, but it, it's a fine full beard. You have the facial hair for it. You're just missing a yellow raincoat. Oh, you know, I do really want a yellow raincoat, but I don't know how practical. Because how often it, when it rains are you out for extended periods of you time just, where an umbrella is not nah, going to do You just need a normal looking rain, like just raincoat, you know, a spring jacket. That's all you want. You, you really just need an umbrella. Yeah, but those all, I mean, those are cumbersome. You never have them on you. If you're out for an extended period of time, you already have the equipment you need for the rain. What, with, Me with, going your, with from, your rain suit? Or no, I'm just saying it could be all kinds of, you know, whatever it is. If you're out in the elements, you're not going to wear a fashionable raincoat. You're going to have... I don't know, like Carhartt shit that's made for rain. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what you want. You want something that still looks good. Uh, yeah, but moving on, I did see Bullet Train in the theaters. You are correct. Uh, it's Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the directors or writers of the John Wick series. Yeah, I, I actually have seen some stuff about this. I've heard mixed reviews, though. What you, would you think? Mixed reviews make sense, okay? Is it the most fun? Like, is the story great? No, whatever. It's pretty straightforward. But... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna liken it to this. You know how for me, Guy Ritchie films aren't necessarily always the best movie, but you like the feel of yeah. it. That's how I felt about Bullet Train. Okay. Is it worth seeing in the movies for a matinee? I think I saw it at a matinee price, and I like again. I'm gonna have a kid. I, I don't think I'm gonna get see movies. I thought it was worth it. I enjoyed it. I had some Twizzlers, I had some popcorn, and I had a Diet Mountain Dew. It was a nice day. You for explained me. enough that it's an entertaining movie, maybe not the best one, and that's sometimes all I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, as long as it's entertaining, it's close. Uh, it's close. Uh, I did finally see the Uncharted movie. Okay, as someone who is a big fan of the Uncharted games and just started replaying them because I watched that in Tomb Raider, but it's not a terrible movie. It's just a departure from the plot of the games, and the games were so cinematic and well done. The games are city are pretty much like an extension of like the Indiana Jones universe. It's a fun explorer who's kind of cheeky, you know, and. It was poorly casted, but that's fine. It just it became its own adv- action adventure movie. But they just kind of it was all about like oh we're always stabbing each other behind the back, and they they just made it about. So I'll, different I'll say this: I didn't. I mean, I do know what the video game was, but I wasn't upset about the casting. I just wanted to see an action adventure, mm-hmm. and it does deliver on that. 
I think the biggest problem, I don't think that um, Tom... Uh, Spider-Man? Yeah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland or Mark Wahlberg, they just don't have that great a chemistry. No, they kind of And I don't. think that's what kind of ruins the movie. Well, it's also like the Mark Wahlberg character is supposed to be more of like like a Sean Connery to Indiana Jones, like father figure, smoke a cigar, like Silver Fox, too. It should have been like George Clooney, honestly. You know? He's so, finally I mean, aging to that, like, perfectly. But I'm saying the casting aside, it just, it just didn't hit because their chemistry wasn't there. I agree. It's a fine movie. It's just, it definitely doesn't match the caliber of the games. But, hey, started the games over. Those are great. I love those games. Um, I gotta be honest. I always thought that, I mean... From the time Xbox 360 and Halo, I thought that movies where the source materials of video game were going to be way bigger than they are. And they just never are. What, what's there been hasn't the been a one? great delivery yet. They tried with Assassin's Creed. That didn't work. No, there's been I talks think. of Halo movies over the years, but there's, uh, they made a series, I think, and they fucked it up pretty bad and the fans hated it. Sounds like it's gone the other way. Uh, video games have just become movies now, and you like that, and people like you like those. Yeah, because it's me just directing things, like those horror games I play, where it's just choose your own adventure. Because like they have a million different outcomes, and it's literally answering the question: if, if I was in a scary movie, like, and I made decisions, how would the outcomes happen? You know. Um, to sum up those games for me, I, I think Bo Burnham on Inside directed it the best, where he's just sad and stuck inside and. That's what those video games feel like to me. It's like I'm just I'm living real life too much. I guess it's evolution of the Sims and those type of video games. Well, that is the thing though. I did get a sad thing where I can't really play that type of like character building. Like if my goal is just to make a bigger, better house, I feel stupid that I'm not doing that in real life. And I kind of got away from those type of games, but just plot driven movie cinematic games that have a good story. Love them. I've been playing a little bit too much because right when I moved into my new place, uh, we didn't have the cable set up. So dusted off the Xbox 360 because I guess that's our DVD, most current DVD player. So I also dusted off some video games and I got real into for a week and a half making an N NBA 2K16 character. And I'm like, I got to stop doing this. <laughs> it takes so long to get good at that game and I, I just got to stop. So I stopped. Yeah, that's for the best. Do you remember the movie Daybreakers from a few years back, Ethan Hawke? I don't think, and this is no insult, I don't remember many Ethan Hawke movies. It was that vampire one where vampires have taken over the world and now they need to find a like blood supply because we're running out of humans. I do not remember that. Did, was it based off a video game? I don't think so. But I just like revisited that because I remember watching watching it years ago and like had high expectation management. It didn't exactly live up, but... Tried rewatching it now a few years later, and it's it's a fine movie. Ethan Hawke makes good, just scary kind of thriller suspense movies. How do you feel about Ethan Hawke? I kind of throw him in the Ewan McGregor category, where I don't I don't overly like a lot of the movies you're in. There's a few, but you do like but him, I, and you find him. But charming. I like him. Yeah, agreed. yeah, they're charming. I'm like, hey, was this movie mediocre? Sure, but were you good in it? Yeah. Honestly, do you want maybe he be, he came off the most likable in Boyhood as like the the deadbeat dad who got his <laughs> shit together at the end. I'm, I think he was from the 90s, the prototypical slacker dad. I mean, from the movie Slacker, Reality Bites, <laughs> and so many. I, I think that was his persona for so long. But, yeah, I've seen um, him play that role in many, many different variations. Um, I, I noticed he got into some westerns lately, and I'm, I'm... He has the look for it. I could see him in a western. I, I miss I miss the 90s westerns because they had a little more movie magic to oh, them. Oh, yeah, and it now... was way... Yeah, it was more of an action-y popcorn movie. I do like the gritty look of some of these, but again, the stories are so realistic 
that I don't need to see the full like travel. So, okay. I don't need to see the horse ride from town to town for two hours. But, you know, maybe a little bit of it. And then let's get to the town and see what we got, you know, what we get into. I feel like that's why you hated the movie Slow West. Yeah. I kind of liked it. It really was Slow West. What was the last Western that I really... I don't actually generally like Westerns, but you know what I'm a sucker for? Mm. I'm going to put it in quotes. The modern day Western. I love me that. You know, I watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, like, for the first time a few months. I don't know, like half a year ago or something like that. And since then, I've been chasing the dragon of finding a great spaghetti western. But I mean, that that is like a quintessential western. The best example. Yeah. That's the most palatable that you're going to like. Yeah, for and sure. that's been the big problem because I've never been a huge western fan. And I was like, oh, maybe I love them. And since then, I, I just I can't find one. I tried doing a. Uh, uh, hey, partner. Why can't I think of any names today? Uh, well, John Wayne. John Wayne like movies, f- but it's just too old. It's just too dated and too. No, his his westerns. I mean, if you like classic Hollywood cinema and westerns, you're gonna like those. But he's um, he's he's not a good actor. He's a movie star. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just. I don't know. You know, he played Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, he hit a Fu Manchu and was John Wayne. Nice. <laughs> hey, I'm over here. I'm Genghis Khan. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big enough western fan, but. Examples like modern day westerns, like Hell or High Water. I love oh, that's that. a great it, movie, but that's also it's heisty, a, though. That that's a that's well, like a cross out. No movie. country for old men's a modern day western. You know what I mean? Yeah. they're just great. It's the pacing of a western and kind of the good guy bad guy that type of story. Uh, leave Let's me with Young times. Guns too. That's the that's the pinnacle of westerns for me, baby. Young Guns two is probably all time better sequel than the first one. You got that. Um, Mm, it's up there. I mean, how many I, times you watch the first one? I, pff, maybe five there times total in my life. How many times you watch Terminator One? There you Recently go. Recently, how a many times? Re- actually, for some reason, Terminator One. Yeah, is it just on something? No, it's because I just I was like, God, I really don't have a great reference source for this as much as T Two. So I was like, I should check this out again. Do you want to hear a hot take? Uh, I think the Empire Strikes Back is just as good as all the other three. I don't think it's that much better. That's fine. I mean, I, I I don't know where I honestly fall with the original one, so you can tell me any of them, but they're all a better answer than anything that's come out recently. I'll give you another hot take. Okay. Kind of a Godfather Part 1 more than 2. So many people like 2 better, but I, I think Godfather Part 1's great. You want to hear a hotter take? I'd love it. Never seen any of the Godfathers. That's fine. I mean, I, I've only seen 3 once, but... You know, if you got six hours, that's just it. I mean, I, I'll get to Have it a nice eventually. Day I know their class. I just, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'm sorry, everybody. I think here's the problem with missing things like that. One, the expectations are sky high, but two, you've already lived in a post Godfather world where it's influenced so many other movies that you've seen that when you see the original, you're like, oh, well, this just seems like a movie that's like a lot of other movies I've seen. So it may be tough. Yeah, that, that is a little bit of my worry as well. I'll give you a Western where I, I, I wanted to see Gary Cooper's High Noon. It's uh, from like 1954. And I'd never seen a Gary Cooper movie except for that bit. Pride of the Anchors or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was so generic because it was like the first of its, it was one of the earlier classic Hollywood cinema Westerns. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is just kind of boring. I've been that's mean- how you might feel about Godfather. You know, I'll still give it a try. Not anytime soon. I think I'd rather do The Sopranos first. Is that blasphemous? 
It's probably 40 more hours. So well, that's you. true. <laughs> However you want to handle it. But, you know, people people are willing to have TV shows rather than sit down for one three-hour stretch. So I get it. You can watch it. I'll, piece I'll tell you what. I was helping a friend pack the other day, and he had Boy Meets World on in the background. So I ended up watching like four episodes. But now I'm just kind of hooked into that. Unfortunately, I with got- some of the later seasons, though, like right end of high school before we transition to the college year. So that's kind of a weird time. I do need to make a public apology, not necessarily that I like Ben Savage, but it turns out that there's things coming out about Fred Savage that now I have to be like, Ben Savage is the better one. Oh, I didn't even know, but uh... I guess, I guess, and this is allegedly Fred Savage, like harassing people on set and stuff like that. Hmm. I could see, you know, based on Kevin Arnold, I could see that. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I don't, I, I'm fully against boy meets world i've never liked it and i grew up when it was a hit you know when it was on first run see funny enough i just don't like it we, we didn't really watch it growing up but in my we co- weren't a tgif but in my college years that's when all of a sudden like we were just watching a bunch of stuff from the 90s and binging i was like oh this is nostalgic and i like that so it, and think, it, it hit in that way for me i think if i rewatched it i i would just convince myself that i could pull off the golden arches middle part like mid-length hair i because of that show multiple of my friends have been trying it yeah how's it going i mean i gave it a try when i had long hair uh you have to have the right hair for it you look like a pervert um i happenstance had it because when i grew my hair out i have i have a natural mid part yeah but you turn into severus snape (laughs) yeah it wasn't good (laughs) um i've been thinking about a lot though i'm gonna give it one more go oh cool let's get you to a ponytail let's get you to a full ponytail I was, I could do a tight little ponytail. Well, it could be like a ponytail, but I don't know how you even get a bun. How much hair do you need for a bun? Just give it a year. I did. I did. I waited like a full year. Give it two. <laughs> I don't know. So it didn't look good, right? No. Nah. Well, but, I mean, you, it didn't look terrible. So back to movies. I watched all the Jurassic Parks. Well, all the original. Okay, I'll give after. you the, I'll give it to, 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 to pull this into movies. I want it to look like. Uh, Tom Cruise from The Last Samurai. We Last all Samurai. Know. We That's all know what, what I was going wanted. for. Because I said the so same thing when out. I had long hair. Only I kind of just turned into like mm, kind of a cool long hair Keanu Reeves. Well, Keanu Reeves is cool hair long Keanu Reeves. You're saying you emulated that? You looked like Keanu Reeves? Mm, I had a side-by-side picture if, you, if people need the proof out there. <laughs> well, <laughs> put it up on the whatever our Instagram is. Oh, it's just cult classic, right? It sure is. Cool. Put it up on all the platforms. Uh, after our episode of Jurassic Park, I went back and watched uh, Lost World and Jurassic Park three. Out of them, any of them hold up? Jurassic Park three is definitely better than two. You get a, I mean, Gold, I mean, Gold Bloom's all. Gold Bloom's in all of them, right? He's, he's just in two, and then you get uh, the main guy from the first Jurassic Park, whose name is escaping me, because that's what this episode's about. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. Um, Sam Neil sure is. Uh, third yeah, one's Sam Neil, and that one's a lot better. Um. I mean, one is just miles above all the other ones, but... Well, it, it, it's... Steven Spielberg directed that one, and he didn't direct the rest. I think he just produced, right? I think he was yeah. still attached to it somewhere. That's what... Um, okay, who's the modern-day uh, Steven Spielberg? J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. That's what J.J. Abrams does now. He'll start Oh, you. yeah, he'll give he'll you start one. It, but he's not going to finish it. No. But he's a world builder. That's what he does, Jordan. I know, but... He will come back at the end and be like, all right, I guess I got to clean up this fucking mess. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I said, I thought I said it I, up I for you guys. I gave you guys the ending. Why'd we deviate? 
What, what, what what's this about? Now I got to clean it up. So anyway, I've been watching a lot of scary movies, but honestly, right before this this call, I even asked my wife. I'm like, what the fuck have we watched this week? And she's like, I don't know, a lot of scary movies, but all their plots were kind of eh. So I don't even rem- really remember what they were, but we did start an anthology series uh, called Slasher. It's on Netflix. It has three seasons. Essentially, I don't think they're connected, but. You know, it's another one of your just American horror stories or like Scream Queens. It's a TV show, though. Yeah, it's a TV series, only it's a little less campy, a little more serious. But like, it was just... What platform is it on? Netflix. It was just slow moving, though. So we got like three episodes in. I don't think I'm going to continue it, but it's it's definitely up my alley and catered for me. Just, I don't know, maybe closer to Halloween. So... After it's it's chasing the dragon to find you know that that thing that hits that's essentially what we're doing right. I after I watched Bullet Train, I'm like, oh, am I gonna do a Guy Ritchie movie? What am I gonna watch? I ended up watching just two scenes from Inglorious Bastards, and that got me through it. I know it's not the same um, genre, uh, but kind of is anyway. Well, I'll tell you what what's gonna happen though to like scratch that itch for me. I really like that Fear Street series from like, I don't know, last year, two years ago. And that's what Nicole and I are going to kick off like Halloween with when it gets real folly. Did you ever watch it? The 1980, no. 94. Oh my God. It was so good. It was a three movie anthology that was like 1990, 1994, 1984, 1976, 74, and then like 18 something. They made a movie like, like 10 years apart? No, it's, it's on Netflix. Just it, was like a, it was a horror anthology based off the Fear Street children's books. And oh. it was like a three-part, like just movie that, that that came out like I don't know last summer, two last fall. One, sorry, is it one movie with three parts or three separate? Three movies? Three separate movies, all connected. Oh, cool. It, Maybe I'll check it out. Wait till fall, but it was uh, it was great. Uh, like I, it, it's up there with like your American horror stories and stuff. Full disclosure: I don't like slasher or horror movies quite as much as you. You're so gonna like this one though because it's very themed. It's very thematical. One, it's nostalgic. I do it's like very that. Very 90s of the first episode. Second one's just 70s summer camp horror, and then the third one is like Salem witch kind of horror. Ah, oh, that sounds. And fun. it's one plot connecting all time periods. What's my fog situation in that? How much fog are we dealing with? Mm, I mean, at least a lot. I mean, it's a horror thing, you know? <laughs> Good. I just, it, without fog, you can get fucked. I don't even want to be it, there. I do remember it being pretty graphic and gruesome, though. It was, uh, it was very graphic, but it was good. It's really good. Check it out. So, it, it's not, I'm not opposed to gruesome or graphic things. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I'm, I'm generally not interested in many stories that are slashers, because it's just, it's the same with an action movie. It depends you on just getting. A, it depends on if there's a story or not. Like I've never been a hostile fan or anything. That's just what I consider gore porn. If it's just shock value gore, uh, unless it's a zombie movie, when you, like those special effects are just kind of fun and for camp's sake. But like if it's just like grotesque actual mutilation, like uh, that doesn't trick, trip and trigger. What happened to the ghost film? Are they still making those? You still like, get paranormal. Ha- being haunted. I mean, the paranormal activities and the found footagey kind of like we our ring, yeah, ca- we're all ring cam that. footage kind of took over a lot of those, but you still get a good ghost story. Honestly, do you know where you find them? It's all foreign movies. It's all Spanish and Korean films oh, that yeah, I watch. Which I haven't dealt with. Maybe I should just do that. The, the, I, mean that- I, do, I, do, I, I do like ghost or paranormal activity movies. Not necessarily... Uh, demon movies like the grudge and shit like that's not my thing it's like whatever you know move or kill your kid i don't know you're, you're stuck you got a demon no if you want a good like, spooky one you need it for ghost stories now you kind of need foreign films and a lot of spanish a lot of korean films do it well granted a lot of korean films are like horror zombie shit too though so let me know out there if you want to write us in at cult classics gmail at cult classics podcast at gmail.com 
There we go. Or hit us up on Instagram at the Cult Classics Podcast. Uh, just like two Korean films or something. Just two. I don't need. I don't need twenty. Uh, but just two good ghosts. Well, that's a zombie movie. I don't know about ghost story. I'll, I'll do some light research by next week. I'll have some recommendations. I don't consider zombie movies horror movies because there is so much inherent comedy in them, and then there's just great comedy zombie movies. That's true. I mean, th- that is kind of a genre of its own. And well, those are also usually a lot of uh, social not commentary. Super, uh, yeah, that's true. I'm not big into superhero uh, zombies. I don't need them to run fast or. Yeah, the remake like of Dawn of the Dead is good, though. Everybody liked that, even though it was a departure from what we knew as zombies. Oh no, that one that, that, is that the one where they're in the mall. Yeah. Yep, that one's yeah, good. everyone. That one's that. funny. That the humor's there in that one. True. Um, that's about all I've really watched this week. I mean, unless I can try to remember some of those scary movies, but just God, it's a blur of bad movies. Honestly, uh, still watching Amazing Race just to kill the time, and uh, haven't watched um, Finding Neverland yet. But stay tuned next week, Jeez. and I'll let you know if I do. Uh, my background watches have pretty much still just been Discovery Channel ghost show garbage of like. Uh, Expedition X and, uh, you know, things of that nature. Well, thanks for checking in our bonus content of what you watch. And we're going to be offering these for free from now on. So if you'd like to support the network, you can always just leave a donation through our page. If you like our banter and you don't like our take on movies, but for whatever reason you keep listening to us, we do have two new podcasts. Um, if you're stuck at work, stuck in a car, stuck anywhere, and you just need to pass time, need to go back to white noise. We can be that white noise for you. Check out the Urban Hermit podcast and starring Cameron and his wife, Nicole, I'm Not Crazy. You can get them on all your podcast networks. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll check you on the next episode.